recording. Okay. Um, who are you? I am Andrew Mann, okay. and I have uh, lived here in Richmond my whole entire life. Okay. I was born out there in Hanover County in Doswell. Oh, that's why you ride out there. That's why I ride out there. Um, how how did you get started riding? Like road biking? Like how did you get to the to, okay. to, to road biking? So, uh, not to make it too long of a story. Um, <laughs> In the 1980s, I was misspending my youth, and 1987, I dropped a Yamaha Maxima and broke my femur. So that day, I gave up motorcycles and mm-hmm. took up bicycles. Okay. Um, bicycles are a great therapy for everything, and that worked out great. And I rode with just some friends for mm-hmm. a couple of years, uh, and then I found Rabba. Okay. Um how long has Rabba been around? A long, long time, and Are we I don't 40 know. years? Plus more than 40? More than 40 years. Okay. Uh, sadly, we... Ah, we could ask Emily Kimball. She would know. So, yeah, put her on your list. Uh, sadly, Bud is no longer around. Yeah. He would know all of that information. And uh, uh, Bud Bai was a wealth of information and uh, was very active in the club... Oh, my goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. Forever in a day. So, uh, I was, uh, again, I was president of the bike club in 1997 and 2007 and 2017. Oh, you came back. Yeah. I did. Um, as far as I know, I'm the only person to ever come back. Wow, okay. But I have not done any research at all whatsoever, so... I mean, three is 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 a is a lot um, to come back and be be president. Uh, but yeah, I remember you were president when I started. Um, and uh, okay, um, how you guys started riding? Um, so you do mountain biking? Some mountain biking still? I do. I do a lot of mountain biking. Okay. So I like to ride the mountain bike in the wintertime okay. when it's cold out. Right, and exactly. uh, again, I don't have anything fancy. I have a 2006 26 inch mountain bike. But I love going riding with uh, Tony and Wayne, and I love going riding out at uh, Pocahontas State Park, and it's nice and mellow. Okay, okay. Um, do you do the events out there at, uh, at Pocahontas? Do you do the uh, mountain biking events? I do not, no. Okay. I keep talking about doing like their cross ride or some of their uh, races, but uh, no, I have not they're, done any of them. But they're mostly races as opposed to just, like charity, like this this ride in the trail. Okay, all right. Um, okay. Uh, before the cycling, you said you were motorcycling. Like, had you, did you, when you started cycling, did you think about being that active or was just like, I'm just going to ride, but like some people pick up cycling and it's, I want to get fit. Like I want to, you know, I want to train or was it just, you just started riding bikes. Like, and it just, you didn't even ponder that at all. I know it's been a time, but. No, I, um, had. You know, a serious accident. Yep. Uh, it takes a lot to break a femur. I was looking for a good activity uh, in lieu of all the therapy, and mm-hmm. I got on my bike and I loved it. Uh, Greg Brown, uh, somebody I went to high school with, was an avid, avid cyclist and raced all the time yeah. in the way back time. Mm-hmm. And so I got riding with Greg, uh, with Jim Ferguson. Uh, and some friends and we just started riding bikes and it worked out great. Okay. So then I went to the Great Peanut Ride 
in September of 1993. Wait, wait, Great Peanut Ride? The Great Peanut Ride. Yes. What is, what, I'm guessing it does not exist. Anymore. It does not exist. Okay. So um, there was this big annual bike festival, not a race, just a yeah. fun ride. Mm-hmm. It had been created, I don't know when, uh, in the way back time. And I went and did it in September of 1993 okay. and did my first ever century, 100 miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the rides started and finished in uh, Emporia. And okay. um, it was just a big bike festival. Mm-hmm. And um, later on, as I met more and more folks through Bike Virginia, mm-hmm. we created a crew. So we would okay. all come down mm-hmm. on a Friday evening uh, actually, we would take off. We'd come on down Thursday evening, and you'd set up your tent. It was at Cattail Cattail Campgrounds, okay, uh, in Skippers, uh, North Carolina, which makes you know Ashland look like a huge uh, metro area. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'd set up your tent. Uh, the uh, you paid a fee to do the bike ride. There was an additional fee for the dinners. And the uh, the Ruritan clubs would come and set up the dinners. Uh, there was a big tent there, and they'd have a big bonfire every evening. Mm-hmm. And you just got to meet a whole lot of new folks yeah. there uh, from all over North Carolina, all over Virginia, yeah. and some folks that came from far away. And it was always great. So uh, my crew, we would get up early, early Friday morning, and we would do the Lake Gaston ride. You rode around Lake Gaston. It was mm-hmm. about 81 miles. Yeah. We would get up on Saturday and do the North Carolina metric. Again, it's like three miles from the uh, border. So we'd ride around, mm-hmm. do a metric century in North Carolina. And then on Saturday, Sunday, we'd get up and do uh, the Virginia metric century. So wow. okay. like a whole slew of miles in one weekend. And maybe a couple of beers. Committed folks, yeah, sounds like more than a couple beers. Um. <laughs> but again, and it was a great ride, and uh, again, uh, uh, my buddy Randy Rosemont used to come, and a yeah. big, huge contingent from Richmond would come down and do it. Yeah. And so Mo and Cindy Evans and a bunch of our crew, mm-hmm. our dumpster crew, would come and do it, and we'd have, oh my gosh, we'd have 20, 30 people in our little... Uh, pace line mm-hmm. and we'd be just cruising along at a nice steady speed and have a great blast it was awesome nice. awesome ride nice um so you've done you've done bike virginia a few times i'm guessing i have okay. uh, at least 20 did you would you camp outside or did you have like a hotel or something like how would you do it uh i always camped outside so okay. um i think i did the first one in oh so, uh, 93. I did the first one in 1993. It was down mm-hmm. in Southwest Virginia, gently rolling, mm-hmm. and it was extremely hard. Really? And yes, uh, down uh, in the far southwest corner, uh, and it was the hilliest ride I had ever done yeah. by a long, yeah, yeah. Uh, down um, Abingdon and down that right. way. Yeah. And I remember camping out, yes. In the old days, uh, Bike Virginia was always a linear ride. So you would um, uh, you would start at one spot uh, and go to the uh, all the way to the end, and that was fun because mm-hmm. you could always tell somebody when you got back to work that you, you rode like 360 miles and you went from like 
Saltville, Virginia to Keysville or something like yeah. that. But it was also a lot of hassle, the logistics of it. So right, having um, to move all that stuff along the way. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a whole lot of fun. I'm, that was where I met so many new cool folks from out of state. Yeah. Uh, that was when I uh, first got to know the ladies from Hanover, mm-hmm. who I had known a couple of them through growing up out there. But mm-hmm. I met all of them, like Liz and Alice, uh, and then uh, as I met them, I met other folks and uh, started riding with a group of folks and then that's how our group slowly but surely all melded together yeah over the many 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 years it, it does sound like it is many uh many years but that's why we're that's why i'm asking you questions here um all right so why do you keep getting back on the bike like why do you why do you keep riding like um i love the feeling it gives me i love yeah. the fact that it's I, I'm a very social person, so again, if you see me out on all the group rides, yeah. I will uh, ride miles and miles and miles with a bunch of other folks, mm-hmm. but I hate riding by myself. So the furthest I ride is the three miles to get from my front door over to Ackley Avenue so I can go ride with a group of folks. Okay. Um, this past Thursday night was just the perfect example. We had a big, big group. Uh, we were riding at a nice fast pace, but not killer fast. Yeah. We dragged uh, <coughs> Josh and Lucille along at mm-hmm. 20 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, and we had a really good group. We had Sebastian, who rides with mm-hmm. us on Swift. Yep. Um, we had just such a great crew. Nobody was trying to kill it. We weren't going too fast. We weren't going too slow. We weren't going, we, you know, brought the whole, the whole entire crew started and finished with us. And, uh, according to Josh, we averaged 20 miles an hour, which is yeah. great for me. I'm quite happy with that. And it works off a few beers. Yeah. Josh, Josh told me that y'all were moving along on that ride and he got the, the 20 miles an hour. Um, well, those are the great rides. Those yeah. are the rides that are just right. And I mean, I've been out on the Hanover Courthouse ride yeah. where there's some folks that just want to kill it. Yep. And some days I can hang with them and come back and say, woohoo, we averaged 21 miles an hour. And some days they just drop me like a big fat toad. And that's okay, too. I can ride on home on my own. Uh, uh, but I just I really enjoy getting out on my bike, being outside. Again, yeah. that's the key thing that I've always loved uh, is to be outside. And yeah. the opportunity, and again... If you ride right into a thunder shower and it's raining, it's like, well, that's not too good. But to be outside is yeah. the key. Yeah, um, that I can understand. Like doing the, um, I will ride solo, but doing the group rides, um, it's definitely caused me to do some 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 really long rides, and it's vastly more enjoyable to do the rides with people. Uh, everybody comes back and they weren't destroyed. Um, that that definitely motivates me to to keep going out and. And doing this, uh, this ridiculousness. Um, okay, so uh, if you're going on a ride, like, what do you take with you? Like, if you're going on a ride, like, what kind of snacks? What's your what's your preparation uh, for it? Well, um, normally it's like a short ride. You prepare for this much for a short ride. It's a long ride. Right. To bring so you yeah, like in the Tuesdays and Thursday night rides, mm-hmm. which are you know like, 20, 30 miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will just uh, do a shot of goo. I normally just. I'm actually inhaling the shot of goo either on my drive out to Hanover Courthouse or as soon as I roll into Ackley Avenue, I will 
uh, do the shot of goo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love the uh, the little cliff blocks. Yeah. The kind of gummy kind of monsters. Those yeah. are awesome. Yeah. And then lately, um, I have been doing the, uh, the scratch. I see you got some there. Yeah. And um, I have been trying to um, do a couple of spoonfuls of that in my water while mm-hmm. I'm out riding to kind of help. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's it for nutrition. Um, well, and I guess on a long, long ride, if we're going to go do 50, 60 miles, yeah. um, I'm always, I'm actually, for Saturday mornings, I'm terrible. I'll get up and not do breakfast at all. So I'll do okay, like really? two cups of coffee and head out. And whenever we get to Ashland, I'll be like, oh, I'll do a shot of goo to get me home. But um, Okay. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I don't even think about trying to do the goo before I get to the ride. It's normally... Um, I've done the gels as well, but I have the, there's somewhere over there, but I have cliff blocks as well. Um, and they're great. Um, but I won't end up using those until in the ride, but it's a, it's a long ride. If I'm, if I'm pulling out the goo blocks, I'll have a, uh, cliff bars. I take cliff bars with me on, on my rides all the time. And I, most of the time I actually don't eat them, but I'll take them with me. And if it gets, you know, if, if hunger kicks in, you know, 30 miles in, then I'm like, okay, let me, let me, let me open the cliff bar up and eat this thing now. Yeah, I don't, I, as a rule, don't get hungry when I'm riding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do try, if we're doing like a century ride, to get something on my stomach. But uh, to do uh, like a shot of glue, a shot of goo while I'm yeah. riding is great. But to actually do any kind of solid food, I'm just, it doesn't, I'm not like, it's not something I'm like hungry for. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and I find that interesting as I, as I talk to people about their nutrition, like, um, you know, Lucille, Lucille Bradley, she, she drinks one small water bottle and then barely drinks from it and, and find out how different it is for someone. I did the same ride as you and you ate a whole hamburger and fries and like, I just munched on the cliff bar and then somebody else like Paul, Paul Johnson, he just sweats profusely and has to fill his water bottles up all the time. Well, and I do too. You can you can certainly ask anybody that rides behind me that <laughs> I sweat profusely, especially when it's like crazy hot. Yeah. And we're doing those uh, July August rides, so I'll be sweating profusely and go through like a pint in less than an hour. Yeah. And I do try to drink. Again, when we're doing those Hanover Courthouse rides. And it's hot, 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 and it's again six o'clock in the evening. I will try and drink a pint of water as mm-hmm. I'm heading out there to mm-hmm. get out there. Yeah, to get hydrated. Yeah. Um, speaking of heat, like, do you not ride at a certain temperature to get to like it's like ninety nine? Do you do you make the point to say like the weather is too hot? I should not do this. No, I should not do that. And my wife frequently says you're going to kill yourself, but um, no. In the August, if it's, uh, I keep finding that by the time we get out to Hanover Courthouse, mm-hmm. and it's like 96, 98, it seems to cool down, and as soon as we get going, mm-hmm. um, it's fine. So no, yeah. I will say that we've done uh, the Dazzle Dreamin' ride on a couple of times that it was ludicrously hot, yeah, and some folks like have just fallen out. Due to the heat, um, and it was just not this year, but just last year, it was crazy, crazy hot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, 
Yes. But the heat doesn't bother me as much. Again, I think I tr- as long as I drink plenty of water. Because like yeah. I said, I sweat profusely and it doesn't bother me as much as yeah. it does some other folks. Okay. Um, I am... Well, okay. What about the cold? Like, is it flip yeah, side? I, like, hate, okay, I hate the cold. And so, again, every year... Uh, Every year that I get older, the minimum, the, the, the <laughs> coldest it will be goes up a degree. So okay. um, I will gladly, especially the road bike, because I just yeah. get cold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mountain biking, when you're in the woods and you're riding like at, you know, five to 15 miles an hour, yeah. it's not so bad. You don't have the wind chill. Yeah. And so I don't, I, I, I used to, uh, in the... A lot, a long time ago, I would ride when it was crazy cold um, on the mountain bike, and now I probably draw the line around freezing. But for road cycling, it's yeah. got to be at least in the fifties. So really? anything wow. below that, wow. no. Wow. So now, well, sometimes if it's a really good ride, I'm going to go ride with a crew, like yeah. on uh, in the wintertime, like with John and. Uh, uh, Renata out mm-hmm. in the East End. If it's gonna mm-hmm. get to the fifties, yeah, I will start off like in the forties. But okay. if it's it's gonna uh, warm up, yeah. But it, the sun has to be shining. If it's overcast and gloomy, right, it's just not for, gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, I can I can say that. Yeah, if you, if it, if it's gonna warm up a little bit, I can see the encouragement there. Um, have you bailed on any rides? Like you've gone you've gone on a ride and it's like ah, this is this 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 weather situation is this uncomfortable. I, I need to. I need to, like, have you bailed on a ride and said, like, this was, this was a bad idea. I think I'm going to stop. Um, only if it's, like, raining okay. or thunder and, and lightning. Um, that's the problem about those, like, uh, July, August uh, afternoon mm-hmm. rides. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I had uh, more discipline and could get up crazy early and I wish we had, like, a, you know, 6.30 a.m. ride, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays, maybe. But... Uh, if I get going and it's Thursday and it looks like it's going to be okay, mm-hmm. uh, so it's thundering and lightning right now, yeah. but it looks like it's all going to blow out. Like by the time I get there, I will still go. But um, no, if it's actually if if I am looking at the radar and it's headed right our way, yeah, I will definitely bail out. And especially to uh, Hanover Courthouse is kind of a hike out there and I just yeah, hate yeah, to yeah, yeah. get committed and it looks like it's headed right there and it's a big red dot on the radar I'll just say no yeah I, I agree Hanover is is a, is a drive and I would kind of only go if the weather's going to definitely be good um, there's training team exceptions I don't think we've we've not canceled a training team though we've not had a case where we went out we were going to do a training team ride and then canceled when we got there I think it's always been canceled before we even leave home kind of thing um okay yeah I was, so it's curious about you know where the limits at with the with the temperature because uh there are other people who are also like nope it's 50 is where i stop um i've not heard many people talk about the upper limit though like how hot it has to be for them to to not go out and ride um i think one of my last hanover rides it was really hot this year um maybe not the last one but the one before last and i did with the a group and it was really hot, and I was struggling to keep up with the A group, and eventually fell off the back, 
And then I decided I actually needed to stop. And then I stopped somewhere and it was just like very humid and very hot. And I thought, am I about to pass out? Because it was so hot. And it was just, I had just been working so hard and it was so hot. But thankfully I, so I started up and I was like, I'm not gonna catch them. But one of the guys had stopped because he was having mechanical. And, um, and I started, I stopped, the, you know, he having to uh, fix his flat. So I helped him use, let me use my pump and car. And your group came right on behind us. We caught up with you all. The A group had also stopped a little further the road. They realized they, they were missing too. And then we all rode back to, to Hanover with the last few miles. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, even if it's like 96, 98 degrees, and that's a problem about August. It's just insanely humid. Yeah. But as, if you're moving, it's not so bad. It, yeah. You feel like uh, you even though it's crazy hot, as long as you're moving, you got a breeze going. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, no, I, um, three or four years ago, we just had one August that it was like insanely hot, and mm-hmm. it would be. 101 degrees at five o'clock and you'd be like oh that's bad but uh, somehow by the time i got out there it had dropped a little bit and yes you hop out of the car and it's like oh my gosh this is crazy but as mm-hmm. soon as you got on the bike and right. started riding it wasn't yeah. as bad yeah um uh vacations um i know you've gone on some cycling related vacations uh, but do you take the bike with you on your non-cycling vacations? And you're going to see family out of town. Do you take the bike with you then? And how does that how does that happen? Um, normally, I do. Okay. And again, I mean, um, for years and years, I was big on doing different um, uh, bike tours. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, like uh, Jerry Heffler is really big. Uh, on bike tours. So I did bike Virginia for a number of years, um, maybe like 93 to 2006 or something like that. And then I just seemed like I'd been to every tiny little town in Virginia mm-hmm. and I wanted to get out and, and see some and ride my bike in some other places. So uh, I did GABA in Arizona. It's at, yeah. Um, it's the Greater Arizona Bicycle Association. Oh, okay. All and right. so they did a ride from the Grand Canyon to Mexico. Oh, it wow. It was really nice. Okay. And really well done. Unfortunately, uh, like uh, I believe that ride has kind of fallen apart. Okay. And I don't think they're having it anymore. And then um, I did Sierra to the Sea, which is another one of my favorites. So in uh, California, we started... Uh, up in the Sierra uh, uh, Mountains and rode down to San Francisco and it was awesome awesome fabulous ride I did it with uh, three other friends Uh, so um, uh, Kristen Anders who's here in Richmond Mm -hmm. and then uh, Ronnie and then uh, Brian Berryhill Um, and so it was a great great ride Mm -hmm. the um a real small club um, in California completely puts on the ride. It's okay. completely uh, the club itself. Okay. Um, it would be like, oh, I can't think of the name of the uh, group that does it. Um, but it's a really cool ride, and it's really well put together. And it's only oh, like 120 folks on that tour. So it's really good. And um, then I did uh, the ride... 
uh, Lagbrow, which is a lo- that's a whole entire podcast, which I'll tell lag you. Lagbrow does that? That's kind of like it's rag, rag, kind of like that, except for it's the worst of everything. So <laughs> okay, I, I, I will. We we coin, I will get a couple of other folks in. I years and years ago, I did a whole entire presentation on this. Uh, Jerry can come in, and we could do a, a whole episode about that. Okay, it was the uh, worst. Uh, it was the worst ride I've ever done in my life, but it was in the most beautiful country. It was in Utah. Okay. So, um, and uh, we, uh, what did we call it? Uh, snatching victory from the jaws of chaos. But it's a whole entire, I will, okay. I will bring in the pictures. I'll get Jerry to come in. I'll get uh, Kristen to come in. I'll get a couple other folks to zoom in. And we will do a whole entire episode on it. Uh, that it is yes it's my uh, okay i'll jump up and down and tell you crazy stories for hours and hours but um but utah is gorgeous beautiful for a road ride um but uh full circle now back to your question Mm -hmm. that i went out um many years ago and bought a linsky bike and i had it uh built in tennessee and they my um, uh, ice maker, which is probably done enough ice making. Uh, it's uh, very interesting that it makes that sound at the worst time. So I don't let it run okay. during the night because the, I would hear somebody that. somebody in the freezer knocking, they <laughs> want to get out. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, cycling. Uh, Linsky bike. All right. Yes. So um, I got tired. Oh, and I also did Cycle Oregon. That's a whole other great story. Okay. Um, but anyhow... Um, so back in 2006, I um, went ahead and uh, got the guys out in Ashland uh, to make uh, me a bike. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, so they called up SNS Coupling in Pittsburgh and had them ship to Linsky Cycles a set of the titanium SNS couplers. Okay. And then Linsky made the uh, bike for me mm-hmm. with the couplers in it. So they mm-hmm. did all the titanium welding and they sent it my way. But and these couplers were like in the frame. So you yes. get like, oh, you can break so the frame in half. you can break the frame in half. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, the next time we're out. I think I've seen this bike. Yeah, that's yeah. my bike that I ride out to Ackley Avenue. So that okay. bike lives in the living room. Okay. And it's the bike that I ride out to Ackley every time. Okay. And But it's got the couplers built into it so that I can take the bike apart, put it in a big suitcase, and ship it anywhere. Nice. And so whenever I go to places mm-hmm. like um, Corsica, Croatia, New Zealand, mm-hmm. Um, I always carry it with me. So, um, yeah. But okay. when we went to Italy uh, on just a group vacation, I didn't carry a bike with me because mm-hmm. that was either before I got in the bike or it was not going to be a true cycling vacation. Mm-hmm. And so I just found a really cool place to rent a bike. But okay. for the most part, I do carry a bike with me wherever I go. Okay. All right. And that the... the that's not a foldable bike. It's a separatable. What? Yeah, is there a- it comes completely in half. Okay. So, uh, yeah, if you just ever Google SNS couplers, they're like two big pipe fitting kind of things, and the bike breaks in half. The cables have like little couplers on them, mm-hmm. and the bike breaks down completely in half. 
I uh, have a big, huge bag that yeah. Tahan makes. Because okay. again, um, if I was, uh, if I had any attention to detail whatsoever, mm -hmm. I could put this in a very small suitcase that would be whatever the dimensions yeah. are these days yeah. for uh, domestic travel. Yeah. But I cannot do that. So I have a big, huge case yeah. um, that will fit the bike, the wheels, um, everything. It fit, fits my helmet, it fits my shoes, my water bottles, uh, and two kits, and it comes in under 50 pounds. And so whenever I'm shipping it international, yeah. it's fine. So it's big, huge case, and it's easy to get it into and out of. That's a, uh, when we just did our trip, um, I used somebody else's bike case, and it was a soft case. Um, and was really worried about how that was going to, to travel. And so when I thought about how much am I going to enjoy this trip, it was my anticipation was dulled greatly by, is my bike going to arrive in one piece or many small pieces? Um, and of well, course, I got my, there was fine. My Dahan bag is a soft sided case. Okay. And when you go to Croatia, mm -hmm. uh, we actually flew in and out of Ljubljana, Slovenia. Okay. Um, uh, things are not quite as uh, rigid and mm -hmm. everything going so uh, you are I was concerned that yeah. it would come Maybe within the pieces and stuff so uh, but it all came out fine okay and uh, the Linsky is 10 speed so it's always hard to get it tweaked enough that the uh, rear derailleur will do all nine all 10 speeds but I got it so it would work, which okay. worked out really good because nice. Croatia is insanely hilly. I needed every last one of those gears. Crazy, crazy. Um, nice. Okay, so you have taken the bike on vacations that were not a cycling vacation. Um, uh, so you've been the president of Rattle, um, but you are also the part of another organization, uh, Bikes for Kids. You are the what? Foundation uh, president for the rich for the Arava Foundation, mm -hmm. and our key project is bikes for kids. Okay, um, explain bikes for kids for me. So uh, Dean Knuckles started it many many years ago, mm -hmm. and started as a project to give back to the community that we all live and ride in. Yeah, and basically would buy brand new bikes from Walmart, mm -hmm. and would give them to the Christmas mothers. Okay, so he started off small. He started off working out of his garage and buying the bikes pretty much himself and just getting some funds from the Rabba members, putting the bikes together, donating them like to Hanover, Goochland, uh, Christmas Mothers, and it slowly built. And then he got, he basically retired from it. I took it over uh, somewhere around 2006, I mm -hmm. believe. And uh, I've been doing it ever since um, 2009, 2011. We did finally get it incorporated as a 501c3 foundation. Um, special thanks to uh, Cindy Evans and mm -hmm. Kim Moore for all their work in making that happen. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of paperwork. Um, and so... Um, so uh, what I do is uh, I raise the money, yeah. uh, we buy the brand new bikes, 
Uh, we put the bikes together the first Saturday in November, mm -hmm. and then we distribute the bikes out to everybody the first Saturday in December. Uh, we currently work with um, approximately 11 counties, mm -hmm. plus the city of Richmond, the Christmas Mothers, and then we also support uh, three or four special uh, groups that are other nonprofit groups that work okay. within the community to give bikes back to kids. Okay. All right. Um, what's the most challenging thing like doing the bikes for kids? So what's the most challenging thing of doing? Uh, today it's finding bikes. Uh, oh, right. Shortest. Yeah. So I'm currently working with uh, Kent Cycles. Mm -hmm. um, out of New Jersey, uh, we are, I'm com trying to confirm the order this week so we can get the bikes, get the order placed. Um, they will ship the bikes directly from New Jersey to here okay. to uh, Tool Bank RVA. Special yep. thanks, shout out to them for helping us immensely over the mm -hmm. last uh, several years and providing us a, a location right, to, to the put build. the bikes together, store the bikes, and distribute the bikes from. Mm -hmm. um, um, it's just coordinating all the pieces parts. Uh, okay. So it's uh, this evening, I'm gonna be uh, calling up three or four or five of the counties, mm -hmm. and like uh, calling Stephanie Lucky with Chesterfield County um, Christmas Mother and say, okay. Stephanie, I got bikes coming. Uh, but I have hardly any 24 or 26 inch mountain bikes because yeah. I cannot get any at all. Okay. Uh, so it's getting the bikes, uh, it's coordinating who gets what, yeah. then it's coordinating how they get there from here, uh, coordinating the volunteers, um, getting the logistics. Um, logistics. Um, so uh, last year due to the pandemic, we did all the bike construction outside right, that yeah. first Saturday in November. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness the weather was awesome, fabulous, perfect right. for yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, con uh, coordinated all the uh, tables and chairs and everything uh, in the mm -hmm. cones, the cone off from mm -hmm. the tool bank. Yep. Um, and everybody, you know, wore a mask and, and it worked out. It was... Yeah. Uh, incredible it was awesome that yeah. we can make a, a event happen yeah. in 2020 so that was fantastic yeah. um the weather was good I, I was there the weather weather was actually was it warm it, it was, was it was good enough for us to be outside and not it uncomfortable was very comfortable yeah for november or whatever yeah. that day was yeah but, um so again we're scheduled that first saturday in november of uh this year so we hope that it will be not too cold, mm -hmm. not raining or sleeting, and uh, everything <laughs> yeah. like that. And then uh, coordinate all the bikes going outbound to all the different groups. Okay. Um, raising the money. Yeah. Uh, the good thing about the bikes, uh, the Kent uh, cycles, yeah. are they are definitely um, nice uh, bikes. They just seem to go together uh, nice uh, this past year. Mm -hmm. um, they are a little bit more expensive than the bikes that I had been previously getting, and so I need a little bit more money. Sure. So I'm working with uh, mm -hmm. um, multiple groups. Like uh, this past last month, we had like a matching uh, grant. Uh, so uh, mm -hmm. with John Levy, and so he mm -hmm. put up twenty five hundred dollars. Uh, all the rest of the Rabba membership 
put up 2,500, so that's extra 5,000 that went into the uh, kitty. I'm working this week and this month with the Virginia Society of Association Executives uh, to do another matching grant. So I'm working with a bunch of folks uh, to raise a bunch more money. Okay. I am, what what is today, the fourth? Fifth. Today's fourth. Fourth. Um, There's a hope that this will get released, that this will publish this episode prior to that bike build. Um, so hopefully someone will listen and think, how can I help? Right. Hopefully that'll, and if not, even if, if not before then, someone will still hear it and say, I'd, I'd like to help. Right. Um, well, again, we've got plenty of time folks. Uh, I, uh, talked to a group of folks, uh, that again, this has been, uh, uh during the whole pandemic, it's been very challenging and they mm-hmm. didn't have, uh, uh, the resources to help this year. There's always next year. Uh, there's always going to be a next year. Yeah. And so, so that's the key. Yeah. And so we will do bikes again next year. Um, and again, if uh, somebody hears this come December time um, and we have, oh, we still have to uh, get all the helmets and we have to have a little bit of extra money for that. Yeah. So I'm hoping to have 350 to 450 bikes. Yeah. I'm hoping to have uh, at least. You know that many helmets, if not fifty or hundred extra helmets, mm-hmm. uh, to help with some other special projects through the year, uh, and that if extra folks come April May, they need helmets, then we have them okay. and can give them out to the schools or special groups that are putting on like a bike rodeo or a bike mm-hmm. training yeah. or yeah. anything like that. So they can have those extras. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the pandemic and some of the challenges with with navigating that. How did, um, particularly with your, your, your experience cycling, how did, how did 2020 and, and, and COVID-19, like how did that impact you going for bike rides and just your, your, your life of cycling and that kind of thing? Well, we, if at all, you know? Well, it did. It yeah. significantly did. I, I, you can't, I can't find anybody who uh, 2020 and the pandemic didn't significantly affect them in one way or the other. Um, so... Uh, all of the bike club rides, the group rides, were suspended for several months. And so it was, uh, so then I had to just go out, hop on my bike, and mm-hmm. ride out to Ashton on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, greatly affected my work, so it stressed me out personally. Yeah. And But I found riding my bike to be a great um, uh, stress reliever mm-hmm. and to be outside. Uh, on my bike by myself in the sun shining worked out great. Okay. And then um, I would get together with a couple of friends uh, and ride so I could still have uh, a group ride with just a very small, finite number of folks. And then as soon as we f- decided that it was safe to go and ha- resume our group rides, we mm-hmm. started back the Tuesday and Thursday evening rides. Yep. And um, we made a point to keep the group small, and it's pretty easy if you have uh, four or six people to uh, ride at a socially distant pace and uh, keep the distance. And that was great, and it was so good to get back to uh, riding with my friends Mm -hmm. and being outside. And I think... um, that was the best of all worlds. And it's funny 
that if you, uh, in the winter time, uh, I did go out and do a lot of mountain biking mm-hmm. with just a couple of friends. And it was funny to see over at Pocahontas Park, it was just crazy. And mm-hmm. uh, when I was over in Bryan Park, everybody was outside. It was like spring break <laughs> every day. Everybody's yeah. walking their dog. Everybody's yeah. out uh, throwing mm-hmm. their frisbees. So mm-hmm. I think that outside was what we could all agree on was the way to go. And it was great to have any kind of activity to yeah. um, have and be outside. Yeah, hence our, our uh, bike short is now. Everyone else discovered outside. What do I do outside? I can ride a bike. I should buy a bike. And now we have a bicycle shortage everywhere. And bike prices are higher everywhere. Um, so you mentioned some solo riding. Um, this is not a great segue. But uh, you've also joined me in the Zwift rides as well. Yes. Um, what are you riding on the? What, how are you doing Zwift? Like, I mean, what are you? What are you on? You're not on trainer. You're on a like a spin bike of some kind. Uh, I am. Um, yeah, I'm on a spin bike that my wife bought. Uh, that is not a swin, but it is a swin style. Um, um, trains, stationary bike. It trains with power. What is it? It does. It okay, has okay, all okay, of okay, the okay. Um, uh, cadence and heart rate and all of that stuff. Okay. And it somehow um, uh, it is uh, it works with Swift, so yeah. that works great for me mm-hmm. um, uh, because I'm too cheap to go buy a smart trainer uh, and all of the things that go along with that. Yeah. Um, and have a special tire for my bike and decide which bike's gonna be hooked up to it and all of those things. Yeah. Um, but I love a group ride. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that we can um, all talk on uh, your the, app. The Discord, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And again, my wife teases me every time we go by Mont Saint Michel because uh-huh. I have to say, "Oh, I was there. Yeah. I've been there." <laughs> and every time we go over Pont, Pont de Gard, because I'm like, "I've actually been there," and so mm-hmm. she laughs at me because I'm like those old people that forget and tell you the same old story again and again. There's going to be somebody who hasn't heard that, and they're going to want to know more. So please, you can mention that you've been there. Um, but that's why they put it there. You know, people can recognize those sites in there. That's France. It's the France world that has all those in it there. It is. Um, have you been in any accidents? Bike accidents on the bike. I have. Um, but not for a long time. Yeah. That's um, we want. 2000, uh, I was doing a big uh, bike tour. Mm-hmm. It was actually called Bike Tour 2000. Okay. So for the year 2000, there was a 2,000 mile uh, tour. Okay. Um, I did not have the luxury of taking off six or eight weeks. So what happened was, um, Bike Virginia is like a five day bike tour. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened in, in Bike Florida is a is a bike tour, mm-hmm. and Bike Georgia. And so what happened is a bunch of groups got together and uh, coordinated the dates and the times and the locations. So there was a bike ride that started in Florida, and I don't know where, in the beginning of June, yeah, and went uh, through Georgia, 
went through Alabama, Georgia, uh, the Carolinas, and finished up in Charlottesville, Virginia. Wow. And okay. was 2,000 miles. So there was a very small core of folks, like maybe 45 individuals that did the whole entire ride. Yeah. But you could do bike Virginia if you wanted to. Yeah. Or you could do cycle the Carolinas. Yeah. So I rode uh, with my friend Eric Geyer. So we, I rode from Savannah, Georgia to Roanoke, Virginia. Um, Eric rode from Savannah to Charlottesville. Um, my wife uh, picked me up in Roanoke yeah. uh, on the 4th of July and yeah. drove back down to Danville. And we spent uh, the, some time in Danville yeah. with her parents and then drove home. But it was a great, great ride. Oh, but it was so hot. Yeah. So we were talking about riding in the hot. Yeah. So I camped out uh, in those days all yeah. the way across. And the Carolinas were insanely hot. Yeah. So it's one thing to ride your bike when it's 90. It's another thing to camp out when the low that evening is like 88 <laughs> to 92 degrees. And it's it sweltering. Like and yes. So, but it was a great ride. Uh, a whole bunch of our friends joined us for bits and pieces of it. Nice. Uh, a bunch of my uh, North Carolina crew uh, joined it. Uh, and I know the uh, ladies from Hanover joined us for a big chunk of it. And a bunch of the uh, uh, Bicycle Maryland crew joined us. So so somewhere in this ride, there was an accident. Yes, okay. thank you. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of uh, yeah. focus and back full circle, <laughs> the first day on the ride, yeah, uh, I was riding with my friend Eric Geyer and Crazy Larry. And we were riding along at a really nice clip. We had just come out of Savannah. Mm-hmm. It was very flat. And we were two along, let's say 20 miles an hour, just the three of us in a pace line. And um, Eric was in front. And there was an error to turn. And he looked up to make sure it was. But when he did, he stopped pedaling. He didn't hit the brakes or anything, yeah. but he looked up. So Larry ran right smack into him yeah. and jammed his front wheel into uh, Eric's rear derailleur. And they locked up. And sadly, I hit the brakes and veered off to one side. But then when it locked up, it threw Larry right in front of me. And all I remember is running right over top of Larry. And then next thing I know, I'm looking straight up at the sky. And so I get up. And a person that is riding like, like five or six hundred yards behind us comes up like, oh my God, that looked terrible. And I get up and I'm like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then I start hearing this drip, drip, drip. So I look and go, oh, that's my blood. <laughs> and that's the point that I look at my elbow and realize it's like in bad shape. Okay. And so uh, somebody helps me and we... Uh, so I rinse off the gravel and stuff out of my elbow and I think I had a knee that was bleeding mm-hmm. and we hopped back on our bikes Okay. and we rode to the next rest stop and yeah. that's where we met all the crew from the Fredericksburg Bicycle Club Okay. and they took one look at us and said, 
oh my goodness, y'all look terrible. <laughs> and uh, we did. We were sad. Yeah. And uh, then, but they, yeah, they're like, yeah, we're not going to ride with y'all. Goodbye. <laughs> Stay away from us. Um, so yeah. uh, we met all the crew. That was uh, where I met everybody from the Cycles Fred Club. Mm-hmm. And then that evening, it was terribly hot. I was in a lot of pain. And thank goodness little Donna from North Carolina pulled up. She was not riding, but she had a cooler full of ice cold beer in her uh, back trunk. And she saved my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so special thanks. Shout out to little Donna. And uh, uh, I got some of that. Uh, Brian Towns had some kind of clear cover so I could put a cover on it yeah. for a couple of days. Yeah. And... Uh, and we rode, kept on riding. Wow, okay. Didn't break anything much. I think Eric's derailleur, finally we banged it back into place with a big rock or something. And okay. rode the whole, oh, I had a giant, huge, like, black, purple spot on my hip. Yeah. But I didn't break anything. And uh, that was the last serious accident I have had. Thank goodness. Oh, good. I mean, that didn't sound great, but that didn't sound terrible either. Um well, I, I always try. I've been blessed. I try, mm-hmm. again, about riding in groups. I try mm-hmm. to ride with folks I know. Yeah. When we get in a big, I used to uh, do the Seagull Century back mm-hmm. in the old days. Yeah. And there would be a giant pace line of 30 people going 24 miles an hour. Yeah. So I would try not to ride in that group. Or I'd try and ride with my friends like uh, Ronnie and Eric mm-hmm. and... Um, Try to ride with folks I know. Again, uh, when we rode the very recent uh, Heart of Virginia Century, mm-hmm. it was very reassuring to ride with Henry and uh, Joanne and mm-hmm. uh, Ken. So many faces, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I guess, yeah, we all have to keep in mind of that. Like, who? Would, yes, they can keep the pace. They know how to ride in the group. But, like, do we know how squirrely they're going to be, you know, in the, in the group? Um, that's, it is good to ride with people we know. Well, and it's hard to, especially on the uh, Thursday night ride, when we're trying to do a compassionate A, yeah. and we're going fast, but there's lots of folks that have figured out how to ride that fast. Yeah. Um, but again, there's, um, so we try to be inclusive and constructive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. So you kept riding. So my next question was, did, were you, any fears after riding? But you did a whole event. So I guess there was no concern about... I just got back on the yeah, bike just... at, within like three or four minutes and rode the rest of that day and rode the rest of the thing. Yes. Okay. So, but again, it was it was clearly uh, user error. So it was us. There was no motorized vehicle involved. Right. Uh, nothing at point. all happened. Right, right, um, right. Now again... I, uh, I was with Chris Tompkins uh, many years ago mm-hmm. when he had a car. Uh, we were riding uh, and uh, uh, Andrew uh, Einoff was with me and several other folks uh, now where uh, he hit a, a car and crashed and was paralyzed after that. So uh, that was a bad day. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a worst case scenario. It's it pretty, is it's pretty worst case scenario there. Um, well, and also uh, my best friend in the world uh, was hit and killed while riding his recumbent uh, just uh, four Thursdays ago. Yeah. So yeah, it is dangerous out there. You have to be careful. Yeah. And yeah, if you sit there and think about what could happen, you would get off of your road bike. 
That's true. I, and I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your friend. You, you mentioned that before. Um, um, on a less somber note, um, earliest memory of riding a bike. Ah, yes. Thank you. It's so good. Um, riding like a, like a, a swim kind of bike with no gears on it at all and riding, uh, you know, like some Sundays we like to go out, mm-hmm. um, Old Ridge Road, yeah, yeah, uh, and turn left at Fork Church and go down to Rockets Mill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I used to ride. I used to live very close to that. So riding down uh, that big hill down to Rockets Mill as fast as I possibly could. Yeah. Uh, without any kind of brakes at all. Okay. Dangerous. Dangerous living there. Um. Uh, when did the Doswell Dreaming ride start? When did that When did that become a thing? You were doing that every year. You know, um, roughly. Along, um, back in the early two thousands, I think. Um, I know, uh, at the very at least, uh, two thousand six, something like that. Um, I just we, uh, somebody was looking for a Sunday ride. You yeah. know, we were trying to find some rides, uh, in. The, uh, back in the early, early 2000s, I guess, we didn't have like any Sunday rides. So there would be kind of like mm-hmm. a, uh, a special ride mm-hmm. every single Sunday. So it would be, you know, like a Genie's ride out, uh, Maiden's ride or out mm-hmm. and about. And so I said, hey, I'll do... Oh, and way back in the 1970s, there was a book. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't have a copy of it. I'll have to go back and check. But there was a book called uh, Rides Around Richmond okay. that somebody from Rabba put out, and it had all these different rides, um, and it had a ride called Doswell Dreaming. And I can't remember where it started from, but it wasn't Glen Allen. Mm-hmm. But back in the early days, so somewhere back in the 2000s, we used to, the Thursday night ride started out of Glen Allen Elementary School. Okay. So every Thursday night we'd ride out of there. So there was like a fat, crazy fast, fast crew. And that's who migrated over to um, the R&P uh, Crump Park. Okay, yeah. And then, uh, so there was a ride there. And okay. so I love, that's my favorite place to start and finish a ride. Okay. It's Glen Allen Elementary School. So I just said, okay, we're going to. Start from there mm-hmm. and head out and uh, yeah, uh, okay. at least like eighteen or twenty years. I've yet to do it. I think something has always come up that I've yet to actually do this ride. And I think I was like, oh, that's Andrew's ride. It goes up to the Kings of Me. And I've yet to actually something has always come up that I've not been able to do that ride. And I know some people you've done the route when it wasn't your birthday. And I still wasn't able to make it. And every time it comes up, I'm like, oh, I'd like to ride out the Kings of Me. Nope. Well, ask Dorian. He'll tell you about Crazy Hot. Ah, Crazy Hot. Okay. Crazy Hot. I may have to ask him about that. Crazy Hot from Dorian. Okay. Um, and you've been a member of Rabba for a long time. Quite a while. Um, how do you feel the the, the organization has changed? Uh, right the organization I think that there is a core group of folks that keep uh, keep uh, all the events happening and um, keep you know the heart of Virginia going, our annual century ride, keep mm-hmm. you know 
are, I think that the thing that we all love the most about um, the club is our friendships and our, our, our camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, Josh has dinner after the Thursday night ride. Mm-hmm. That's why we have the picnic. Mm-hmm. And I think every, I think um, the greatest um, attribute, the greatest uh, um, thing that uh, the club brings is that they're inclusive. Everybody's yeah. friendly. It's not, you know, when I started umpteen years ago, I was terrified that it was a whole bunch of racers that mm-hmm. were going to go crazy fast and drop me out in the middle of whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and I went out on the Tuesday night ride that mm-hmm. I now lead. Yeah. And exactly that happened. Yeah. And so Deborah Jones came along and said, hey, do you have the route? I'm like, not a clue. She's like, come on, ride with me. Mm-hmm. And I've always, always wanted to, to carry that on. Yeah. That when I see a new person uh, Saturday morning for the breakfast club ride, yeah. I come up to them and say, hey, you know, uh, what kind of pace are you going? Oh, I want to make sure you get to meet Jeannie and that she will not drop you or that you're going to meet uh, David McMillan and, you know, the Thursday night that you find somebody. I think that that's been a big draw yeah. uh, for the new rider ride. Mm-hmm. I think this past during the whole COVID thing, yeah. folks got out, they got a nice new bike. And then they're like, oh, well, I want to ride my bike. Yeah. And then they Googled and they found Rabba. Um, we have this nice new couple, uh, Pam and Jason, that moved up from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And then they've been riding with us. Nice. And it's just good to see new faces come on mm-hmm. and that everybody is welcoming and, uh, and inclusive. That is... Um... Uh, well, anybody can go ride. It is that is very useful with the with the group having people who are like they want to make sure you, you have someone to ride with. Like, oh yeah, come just meet this person. Like they'll they'll do your pace and you know do you know how to get to A and B? Like do you know how to route that kind of thing? Like I that that was um uh when I joined, people were Ron uh, Lefebvre was who um uh, I was looking to do the VCU alumni ride. Um, and I emailed her. I was a member of Rabba, hadn't done any rides. And I emailed her. I was like, hey, I'd like to do the rides. And I'm like, right. Ron offered me, Ron was like, yeah, come join us, the VCU Health team. right? And um, I was like, sure. And I go to the, have you done this alumni ride? I have, okay. yes. I've done it a um, bunch of times, yes. Uh, so we go to the Cary Street gym, and we're all you know, there, and or everyone's there. But I don't anyone. I, no, no one. This is my first year of riding. I'm four months into this, three months into this thing. And um, and so I'm just like, you know, just kind of socializing with people, but I don't know who's who. We didn't ask names. And then we start the ride and we do the ride and then we get all the way to, um, I think the, I think it's the 29 or 20, I can't remember, way the way, halfway into the ride-ish is the Osborne Landing. And that was a rest stop. And so I'm there again, we're all, you know, everybody's there and they're stopped and I start chit-chatting with people and I start talking to this lady a little bit and I saw she's on... She definitely had these deep arrow wheels, and that was Rosie. Um, and I didn't, you know, it's, and I spoke to her for a bit, and I, you know, I didn't know her. And then, um, then I talked to this other guy, and somehow I was like, "Yeah, I was, I was trying to find this group, and and I didn't know, and I didn't, I didn't exchange any numbers or anything." And I was like, "Oh yeah, my name is Trey." And he's like, "Oh yeah, my name's Ron." Like, oh, and so I was sitting there talking to him, 
And um, he's like, yeah, you can ride with us. And then he he points me over to the group and they're lining up for a picture. Like we're getting ready to leave. He's like, he's like oh yeah, just come over here, stand with us for the picture. And he's like, uh, yeah, John's the, our guy who does all our, our route stuff, right? And so they're lining up for a picture um, and it's, it's John, CJ, Lucille, um, Mike, who works, who's also a pharmacist, a, a pharmacist, a black guy who's a pharmacist at VCU, who works with Ron. And then Ron, he get, he get this lineup for this picture. I know none of them at this point, right? And then, you know, I, I'm on the, the left side of it, and I just, you know, stand to take the picture because they had an official photographer. Um, and then rode the rest of the way with Ron because we ended up dropping back. I think he may have slowed down so I could keep up with him. Um, but um, they ended up using that picture as the brochure for the alumni ride the next oh, year. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so the next year, um, I had a couple friends like, Trey, I, did I see you in the, the brochure for the alumni association? Like, what is, what is, I was like, yeah, apparently that's what the, that's the picture they use. And that was the one they, they had up for a while. But, and that's so funny because you were also like um, the uh, one for Climb to Conquer Cancer. Apparently that, so, you, yeah. You're the poster child. I know, I have oh, to do so it now. that's so funny. Um, but and, and, then, and, then, and see, that's so cool because everybody that you talk to has got that kind of um, that initial story mm -hmm. about, and Ron is awesome, yeah. and he's mm -hmm. so good, and and but so is Ken, mm -hmm. and so and there's so many folks, and um, again, that's the key is that it's welcoming and it's inclusive. Mm -hmm. And then the second part is once we get you in, hopefully we're helping you with some, some constructive criticism on how to ride better, mm -hmm. how to ride in a pace line, make sure you've got a blinky light on the back so we can see you, um, all the things that kind of help make it uh, a better experience, a safer experience. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, and and uh, they were Ron ended up inviting me to the BDR ride, and then you know the BDR just it's a snowball effect from there. Everyone shows up, um, but everyone was everyone when I when I joined, everyone was was super friendly. They made sure I had people to ride with and what route to do, that kind of thing. Um, so that was um, that was new. I actually I couldn't recall a time where I joined a group of any kind and didn't know anyone there, and then. Knew I was going to keep joining the group, and then but but people made the effort of saying like this, like you, you should try this, and like we're we're going to do this. You want to come with us? Like that was very welcoming, and I and I do try to keep that in mind when I see other people. I'm like yeah, come ride with us. Like maybe not do that. And like and I'll see new people, and I will ask a new person like, do you have the route? Like do you did your phone charge? Like please don't get lost. Um, well, and that was a thing that happened a, a few years ago that, and I can't remember that. We have not been doing the new rider ride for right, all yeah. that long, yeah, yeah. but maybe six or eight years ago. Yeah. And so the problem was it would start out of um, Laurel Park Shopping Center mm -hmm. the first Saturday, and that was great. And so yeah. we'd have somebody kind of orchestrate it, and I would always, tr well, try as many times as I could show up and shepherd a group out. Yeah. And everybody got into it, and I'm like, well, come back, we're going to do the you know, ABC ride next Saturday and mm -hmm. it's every Saturday. So they would come in and then there'd be this big, huge group of folks that were yeah. going to do the long route. Yeah. So they would come on out to hit that, um, that first uh, stop sign that's now the stoplight and make a left. Mm -hmm. 
and everybody would be kind of in this chit-chatting mood and catching up and all going like 16, 17 miles an hour. So mm-hmm. you have this like whole crew of like quiet little folks that are just tagging along. Yeah. Well, as soon as they make that route and they go up over the railroad tracks, they kind of accelerate yeah. up. Yeah. And all of a sudden they go to like 18, 19 miles an yeah. hour. And so and they all come like, uh, there'd be this whole crew of people I have no idea who are getting dropped. So I'd like yeah. stop up at the stop sign and herd everybody up and say, do you have any idea where we're going? And they all shake their yeah. head. Like, yeah. Okay. We got to go this way. Are you up for 24 miles? Mm-hmm. You know, so it, but again, it is, uh, it, everybody's trying really hard to be, you know, uh, inclusive and it's good and it's friendly it's just a great way to make new friends it is uh, I am very glad that Rob exists that there's a not a clear path to joining but I, I'm glad the organization exists that like easily have someone come in and find rides all the time because imagine trying to find a group without Rab existing would be tough like there's other groups that ride it would be very tough for, I think for someone coming new to town to try to find other groups that ride with regularly and to have it to, to know they're gonna have people they're gonna be as welcoming um to them so uh i'm glad that rabbit exists and continues to um okay um what's something that you'd want to share to it like a brand new rider um that um like what's some tidbit someone's coming up to the ride like and they're just like what, what's a tidbit of wisdom you want to give someone who's like a brand new rider well, get, I like your first one is, is do you have the route down? <laughs> do you have it like on Garmin? Do you have uh, a cue sheet printed up? Yeah. Um, again, a lot of these like monthly up and away rides, mm-hmm. we're going to go a pretty big distance. Yeah. So if you're going more than 20 miles, um, do you have, you know, uh, plenty of water? Do you have a uh, uh, spare tube? If you mm-hmm. have tubeless tires, you have a faint idea how you're going to fix this, which I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no. do you have like a, a CO2 and all the accessories to fix a flat in whatever manner yeah. you need to? Um, and then, you know, kind of then, you know, is it your first ride? Oh, and if that's the case, then, you know, you need to... Uh, come ride with this group over here yeah. or if it's um, you know your first ride but you're able to ride yeah. 20 miles an hour you sure. know have you been in a pace line here are some basic do's and don'ts for being in a mm-hmm. pace line um, it, it is hard because when I run across somebody who can ride 20 miles an hour I yeah. assume they've been in the pace line mm-hmm. um, but we've had a couple of folks this past um, summer just in the last few weeks, just mm-hmm. uh, come in and join in, and they have it. So, yeah. I, and to be, you know, friendly and helpful yeah. without being um, critical. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we have to be able to say like we'd like you to tag along, but maybe you shouldn't ride as close. Like just see what we do, as opposed to like try to do, you know. Not ride in between people. Ride a few feet back, more than a few feet back, and just see what it's looked like to, to ride in a pace line because I have no idea how I learned to ride in a pace line. I mean, I, I certainly picked it up, and I'm very happy to be in the back of a pace, a pace line. Um, well, and knowing the route is so funny because uh, so many of the times uh, we would have, like, the 
again, Hanover Courthouse ride has multiple options. Yep. And uh, we'd have like six or eight folks out uh, doing the um, uh, Mount Gideon option. And Mm -hmm. once we got way out there, nobody but me had a clue where we were. I'm like, we're going to go on up here and make the next left. But at the top of the hill, wait for me because you don't know where you're going. Yeah. Oh, bike computers are great. I don't know if I... I mean, I... It's great. Like I'm, I would, I, I don't understand how people. Okay, it's probably the financial reason of not having one, but I, I want to have the route. Like I, I want to know. Even if I, even if I know where we're going, I still want to have the route in there that's telling me where to turn, that kind of thing. Uh, so I'm glad that you let us know what options, what what route that you're doing for those rides. Um, so uh, I think that's like. Also wanted to cover. Did you okay. have anything you wanted to bring up, man? Is there anything that's substantial that you wanted to to chat about that we may not have covered? And maybe you don't. Maybe you do. No, it's funny. I just um, I was kind of looking at some of the stuff from the way back time, and I was just thinking of all the folks that have kind of gone before us. Yeah. And like uh, like Charlie Thomas. Uh, he, we have like one of the rides that's like, you know, named after him. And again, um, you know, bikes for kids. It's um, coordinating a whole lot of details, but there's a whole lot of people that help and come in. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I pick up the baton and the rabbit orchestra just plays. And it's like, you know, uh, and I just, I miss Charlie. He always helped me yeah. get the bikes together. He always, we would do these uh, special bike assembly uh, parties out at CarMax. Mm-hmm. And he would help me get the bikes, bring the bikes back. He would always carry the bikes out to um, uh, Henrico. So okay. again, I've got like all the different counties. And that Saturday, it was like, okay, we've got... 50 bikes going to Henrico and Charlie would take as many as he could and lead out and he would always know like where they needed to be dropped off who was the contact person stuff like that Paul was always in early Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Paul and Jinx were always there crack of dawn uh, that uh, that Saturday morning in December when it's freezing cold and the bikes are cold because they've been caught out I was looking at some of the pictures from back in the days when we put them all in the back of a semi-trailer. Mm-hmm. So they'd always be there early, help me get the bikes out, sort the bikes into this pile's going to Henrico, this pile's going to Hanover, yeah. this pile's so... Um, all the people that do so much uh, completely on their own time and their own nickel and that keep, you know, the, all the gears rotating. Okay. All right, um, and and hopefully they will get a chance to hear it and know that they that their work is appreciated. Yeah. I hope so because it's it's a whole village and <laughs> it keeps on going. Um, all right, well I and I'm almost out of batter here. This works pretty good. Um, all right, I think that's gonna that's gonna be it, man. Uh, I may have you back. I know you have more stories to tell, more more things going on, but um, I think this is a, a good start. Excellent. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I definitely have lots more stories. I definitely am going to come back and do one just strictly on bike touring. Um, there was a late night of still recording. Um, we are still recording. 
um, you mentioned someone else that you wanted to to try to include, and I can't think of her name. Emily Kimball. Uh, right. Okay, you did. Okay, Emily Kimball. Um, and she's the she's one of our oldest members. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I have that down. Um, and I'll figure out how we can you know include her so we can you know we can have a chat and see how um how she feels about Ralph and Ryan. Perfect. All right. Um, thank you for your time, man. Life is good.